Welcome back to the Successful Diligence Podcast. I wanted to make sure that you were aware of how valuable you are to us and me here at Successful Diligence as a listener of the podcast. It means so much that you allow me to provide value through the podcast and that you listen and you show up and you invest your time. It means the world to me and I so appreciate it. One way that you can show your appreciation for the podcast, if you've gotten any value from anything we've ever said um, in Sode, is you can support us financially so that we can continue to provide the value that you've come to know from the Successful Diligence podcast. And it can be literally less than a cup of coffee a day, 99 cents per month. That's less than a dollar per month, all the way up to five, ten dollars, however much you want to give. But as little as a dollar, less than a dollar, 99 cents, that would make such a difference to us. You can go to the show notes and you can click the link where listener support is highlighted. Um, There's different links in the show notes. Or you can go to anchor.fm backslash successful diligence backslash support and you can sign up there and literally it's one time per month 99 cents less than a cup of coffee and yet you would be having an impact on supporting this podcast to bring more value reach more people to have a greater impact in the world and we appreciate in advance any support that you're able to provide again anchor.fm slash successful diligence slash support or you can click the link in the show notes and show your support financially we appreciate it and we thank you in advance Welcome to the Successful Diligence Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. This one is actually dear to my heart because it is one of the foundational self-care topics that I think is so important and not really talked about a lot. And so today I have Carissa Quadi from changeyourfinances.com. And she's on a mission to help women experience peace of mind about money. And do you really equate peace of mind and money? She's going to teach us how. After years of stress and worry, Carissa learned to manage money, eliminating her debt in less than two years. That is incredible. And saving nearly $80,000 to pay cash for her husband's college degree. That is a feat paying cash for your degree. I still have student loans. I wish that was me. (laughs) Carissa has helped over 1,543 women create a better financial future. And it's by implementing the simple process that she teaches. And she's going to share some of that with us in this episode. And they have, her clients have paid off tens of thousands of dollars in debt, increased their savings, gained peace of mind and built confidence in handling their money. I am so excited to dig in, get the details. I'm going to learn myself on this one. Pull out your notebooks because this is going to be good. Welcome to the podcast, Carissa. Thank you, Michelle. It's such a pleasure to be here. I am so excited to talk to you guys because yes, uh, you can have peace of mind about money and I have a couple tips to share with you. So can't wait to get started. 
I am so excited and I'm so grateful that you had the time to do the episode. So first and foremost, just as an introduction to my listeners, tell us who you are, how you got into, you know, working about finances and all of the things that sort of brought you to where you are. Well, I'm Carissa and I live in Phoenix, Arizona with my amazing husband and we are, um, we've been debt free for over 10 years now. And so I, how I got into it, it really all happened at the grocery store. See, I was there right next to the flour and the chocolate chips and I was struggling to hold back tears because I had just counted up my groceries again and realized I had overspent. I was so mad at myself, so frustrated because I couldn't get this right. I mean, it's money budgeting and I couldn't do it. And I felt like such a failure. See, I was newly married at the time and we both brought in debt. I had my car loan. He had his student loans and his credit card. But the burden fell upon me to manage everything because I was putting my husband through school. And so I was the sole income provider and have a new family. I'm responsible for all the things, like if we eat, or if the lights stay on, like everything. And I didn't know how to handle money. And it stressed me out so much. Like I would be in tears all the time, like at the grocery store. And, but somewhere in that chaos, I had this little small desire to see my husband graduate debt-free. Now, Michelle, I had no idea how this was going to happen because our income was super tight. Uh, we had debt. And then now I had to try and figure out how to pay cash for his school because I didn't want to incur any more debt. That is incredible. Um, and I can relate to that because I put my husband through school as well. And I was the sole income earner, just like yourself, for years. Mm -hmm. And it's stressful. It's stressful. So I can totally relate. Yeah. It, uh, and then I had an irregular income so <laughs> to make everything even better, you know. But it was just kind of crazy. And like, I was so panicked about money. Um, I just felt like I was such a failure. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. But it, what happened was a couple years later, I just, you know, I'm stumbling along doing the best I can, trying to keep everything going, trying to pay for school. And I realized if we could come up with a couple hundred dollars, we could be debt free by the end of the day. So I called my husband in because, and I made him click the submit payment button because it was his student loan. And <laughs> as I watched those numbers drop down to zero, I didn't realize what a life-changing moment that day, March 17th, 2010 would be. Now, I, uh, I still hated money. Mm. I'm debt-free. I still panicked about money. Didn't know what I was doing. And it still stressed me out. Interesting. But, but I had a bigger fear at this point. Uh, now that our debt was gone, you know, that brought immediate peace of mind, even though I was heading into a slow work period. Not having that debt hanging up over us just made such a difference. But that kind of really catapulted me on a journey to figure out how to handle money wisely. Because I'm the type of person, like, if it's stressful, like, okay, we need to figure something out to get rid of this stress because I don't have time for it. And as I leaned into wisdom from the Bible about handling my money, because that's how I run my life anyway, so I figured 
apply it to my money too. <laughs> and I started works seeing, in all aspects of life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I started seeing these simple principles that I found really work, not only helping me overcome that fear of money, but I was able to turn around and save up $79,775 over the next few years to pay cash for my husband's education. And that is incredible. That is just so incredible. I commend you. Like that is incredible. <laughs> Thank you. Now I did not set out to save $80,000. I set out to save for the next semester and the next semester after that. And I just kept working like, so, so when I look at like goals, it's sort of like eat the elephant one, one time, one bite at a time. So you broke it into manageable. Goals. I was just trying to survive. There was no goal setting. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, do what you can do. Gotcha. Like, oh my gosh, I have four months and then another tuition payments coming up. And like, <laughs> that's all it was. It was survival. And so then I look back over, you know, all of, I'm like, wow, that was incredible. But I have to give credit to God because he, one, gave me the strength to do it and he helped me with the finances. But as my friends and family started watching, like how I paid off debt in two years, how I was paying cash for school, they were like, Carissa, tell us your secrets. How did you do it? How are you managing your money? How are you paying off debt? How did you pay for school? And so I shared these tips that I learned because I just like to learn something and pass it right along. And I was incredibly humbled to see that these tips that were working for me worked for the, my friends and family. Wow. So it was at that point, I dedicated my life to helping other women who are in the same place that I was, scared and stressed out about money, to helping them give simple tips and tricks so that they can have a system that works and they can take control of their finances and have peace of mind. I love that. When you learn something, and I think this anyway, whenever someone has a transformation, whether it's you know mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, whatever part of life, there's such a gratitude that comes that you want to give out and create a legacy, but you just want to, you want people to feel the same thing that you feel. So I totally empathize with that. Now I would love if you're willing to get into what it was that you shared in those tips um, so that we can benefit as well. Well, I have a couple of tips that I can share with you today, but uh, I have lots of resources. I have lots of um, things that over on my website. So if you, if, what I give you today isn't enough. If it's just scratching the surface, which it is, then come over and find me and I'd be happy to help you even more and even in more detail. So the first thing that I realized was the power of an intentional plan for your money. Now, let me tell you something. What I thought budgeting was, was taking my receipts and throwing them on my desk until it was this huge pile of crumpled receipts falling off onto the floor and then I'd have to spend all day Saturday trying to figure out these faded receipts and trying to figure out where my money had gone for who knows how long because I'd put it off and I'd be in tears my husband would totally stay away it was incredibly stressful but let me tell you something this is not budgeting okay <laughs> and I was so relieved to find this because that is stressful the, a budget. And it's not fun. It's not fun. Because I think money can be fun, but 
that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> there were lots of tears and gnashing of teeth. It was, it was bad. Uh, but what budgeting really is, is just an intentional plan for your money ahead of time. Now, this puts you in charge. You're back in control of your money because how many of us feel like money's out of control? I have no idea where it's going, no idea where it went. I think I have this much money to put towards debt or save, and then by the end of the month, I don't even have enough money for groceries. Or the end of the day when the paycheck hits, because I've had days like that where the paycheck hits, I pay bills, and I look around, I'm like, where did my money go? Why do I only have this much in the bank account? What happened to it? <laughs> So you want to set up a plan for your money ahead of time. And I've, I discovered a method that I teach and it's called a prioritized budget. Now this I think is a super simple to set up. It's the most effective way I found and it helps you to make it easy to stick to it every single month. So now a prioritized budget is you take your income, whatever your income is for the month and you put it at the top of the page. Then we put four things, and this made such a huge difference when I figured this part out and moved these four things to the top of my budget. Food, lights and water, housing, and transportation. And because again, I mentioned, you know, we get to the end of the month and we like, we don't have money for groceries. And, and it's that's, so that's essential, you have to eat. <laughs> yes. But when you move these four things up to the top of your budget, a ton of money stress melts away because you know your family's needs are taken care of. Yeah, and that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And when your family's needs are taken care of, the basic needs, you can breathe and you also have the energy and the ability to focus on other things, whether you're paying down debt or you're trying to build up your savings or you're trying to increase your income, you have the mental ability to tackle those things. And they're not as big as when you're trying to make sure you keep the lights on and keep food on the table. Right. Yeah. So those are the four things that you put on top and then everything else you ask yourself, okay, if I have money for one more thing, what do I put next? You go all the way down, you cover all of your expenses, all of your debt, any savings goals, it all needs to go on here because the goal is your income minus all of these expenses needs to equal zero. You need to have a plan for every single dollar that you bring in. So it's almost like you're telling your money where to go. Exactly. Interesting, yeah, I like that. Because usually you don't hear about going to zero. You usually, mm -hmm. when I think of budgeting, I don't think about going to zero. But that makes sense if you're telling your money where to go in each category. And I love putting the essentials at, at top because you're right. You don't worry about housing or food or, you know, the lights going out. So that, that does lift that weight off of you. So mm -hmm. I, I do like that. That's okay. Keep going. <laughs> okay. And, and this is something that we don't do normally. I mean, how, I mean, but it makes such a, it seems so simple to put those four things top, but it makes such a huge difference. Now, uh, a quick little tip. If you come up with a surprise expense, car repair, you name it, it happens to all of us, right? 
I have found since my budget is already in a prioritized order, the things at the bottom aren't as, a, as important. So if I need some extra money, let me give you an example. I have plenty of clothes. I like clothes, plenty of them. So if I have an unexpected expense comes up, clothing is the first budget category that I put on hold for that month and I take that money and I apply it towards that expense. And I keep moving up from the bottom where our lowest priority things are until I have enough money to cover it. So it kind of makes it, you know, a lot of people are like, what about if this comes up and that comes, you know, I do like to plan out for as many things as we can because a lot of our surprise expenses really aren't as surprised as we make them out to be. Like car repairs. We know we will have to pay for tires. Right. And an oil change is coming up. Yeah. I mean, so we know we have to pay for um, medical. If we have any kind of medical things going on in your family, uh, you know those expenses are coming. When? We don't know. But we, you know, I like to put it in as a line item into your budget. And so then when you, if you don't use that money that month, you can put it into savings. And then when you do need it, you have it. So that's the first thing is that uh, an intentional plan for your budget, excuse me, an intentional plan for your money called a budget is incredibly powerful. Uh, the second out of three things is that money does not have to be stressful. What I've learned is that it's small changes that will make a difference in where you're going. Uh, let me give you an example. I'm here in Phoenix. And if I were to hop on a plane, well, when I could fly. <laughs> and if I were going to go to Chicago, but the pilot made one small little change in the instruments, I would end up in Atlanta. Same thing with your money. It may feel like a small thing, but it's going to have massive results. It's going to change your, your total future. And money stress comes from a couple of things. No idea where our money's going. That's stressful. Not sure how to manage it or if you're doing it right or you know, feeling like you're not making any traction on paying down your debt or your savings goals. And then also not being able to say yes to what your family needs and wants. That's all stressful. But yes, to get rid of yes it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but to get rid of it is pretty simple. One, have a plan and tell your money where to go. Be intentional about paying off debt and saving money. And what I like about this budget method, and you guys, I have a free worksheet for you. I forgot to tell you, I do have a free worksheet. It's going to be at change your finances slash diligence for the show. Oh, that and, is so generous. And I'll put a link in the show notes, listeners, so that you can just click and go. Um, but that is so kind of you. Well, it's easier than trying to take notes and figure it out. <laughs> like, don't worry about taking notes. Just listen. I'll give it to you. Okay. Uh, so having, being intentional about paying off your debt and saving money, what I really like about this prioritized budget method is that you name that amount that you're going to put towards debt or save money. But it also helps you to see like, oh, I'm spending a lot on whatever category. And you know how to, you can trim it down. That's ways that you can actually trim it down. And then 
Yeah, because sometimes also... you don't know what you're spending on, like how much you're spending on things. And that could be a realization like, wow, I don't need to spend all of that money. It could, you could slash it in half sometimes even. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so you, these are all ways to get rid of the stress. And then I like to, my regular expenses, like uh, the electric bill, the uh, insurance, you know, all of those regular monthly expenses, I like to reduce those as much as I possibly can. Because when you have margin, you can breathe. And if you don't have to pay uh, a, one of my customers, she just emailed me and said, Carissa, you know, I did your tricks and I talked to my car insurance and I got a better rate with a different company and I saved 50%. 50%? That is huge. That was my reaction too. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Wait, maybe I need to check that company out. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go get a quote. Like, wow, that's a lot. Wow. But if you are getting the same insurance, and I think she actually got better coverage, why would you spend that much more? Well, it doesn't make any sense to spend more if you're getting a better quality. Why would you spend more? That doesn't make any sense. And mm -hmm. you're getting 50% less. I mean, yeah, that makes, that makes total sense. Negotiating where you can makes complete sense. Mm -hmm. So to have that margin, because now I just reduce, let's use this example. I just reduced my car insurance by 50%. So easy math, cause I don't do math on the, on the air. Like if it's $500, half of that is 250. So now with that 250, I can be intentional and say, well, I'm paying down debt. So I'm going to add it to paying down debt. Uh, the, that, what I, that can be significant. Like to, uh, mm -hmm. even if it's, you know, even if it's, I guess maybe $20, that's still significant because that could be interest, you know, for debt adds up really quickly. So even $20, $30 extra mm -hmm. makes a difference in like your credit card payments. It will make a huge difference. And in fact, I have a, a little exercise that I teach. Um, and again, I don't have all the numbers, but let's say you're I think it was like 687 is your balance on your credit card. And it would take you paying, I think we came up with the example of $35 as your minimum payment. It would take you like 19 to 20 months. But even if you added, you know, another $30, so you doubled it, you're down to 10 months. Wow. That's a lot. It is. So small, again, small little things will make a huge difference in your whole financial situation. But I want you to have a bigger fear than the fear of money. Because I know money can be stressful. It doesn't have to be. But I want you to be more scared of staying in the same place. Still stressed out, still scared about money, still overwhelmed, still worried about it. You're losing sleep your relationships with your family are impacted. You feel horrible because if you're anything like me, you're like, well, I'm an adult. I should be knowing how to do this. I should know these things. <laughs> and so have that bigger fear. And that's what really took me over the hump of getting rid of my money fear is to, I'm like, I don't want to be here. This is not fun. You know, and I, we want to, I want to buy a house. I want to, um, take a trip to Italy. I, that's my thing. I told my husband he has to do, you know, for me sometime. And 
all these things that I want to do aren't going to happen if I'm still stuck here in the same place. So that's the end of number two, which is money doesn't have to be stressful. The third thing I've learned, and this is what I'm most excited about, you thought I was excited about budgeting, <laughs> is that I've learned that God gives each of us a gift and he wants us to use it. And too many times money struggles hold us back because when you're stressed out and trying to put food on the table and trying to make sure all the bills are paid and juggle and which ones do you pay now and which ones do you have to wait on and possibly will go to collection, you don't have any space or energy to be able to use that gift that God's given you, that dream he's placed in your heart to impact those around you. And as, I mean, part of the gift that he's given you is to be able to take care of your family and take care of your family well. And that is honorable and that is amazing. And even if you do just that, you are doing an incredible job. But and what I that think, is success. That's a level of success just right there. Absolutely. You don't have to do a single thing more. But I also know that he has put that dream in your heart. And maybe it's been years and years since you've thought about it because of life. But when you, and it doesn't have to be because I'm making money, I can do no. But when you're not stressed about money, you can, whether it's volunteer, whether it's use your gifts in speaking or whatever your gifts are. And it could be using your financial resources to bless somebody else. It very well could be. It doesn't have to be. But you're able to go outside of yourself because your family's taken care of. And now you can bless those around you. And what I love about this is that as you change your finances, it's not just changing your number to a positive account a positive number in your bank account it changes you you feel better about yourself and you mentioned the self-care aspect uh the women who come work with me and I, who i've helped they i love it because they not only they're able to pay off the thousands of dollars in debt they're able to save money they're able to stick to a budget for the first time and who knows how long but what is more important is they come scared and stressed out. And after working with me and using the method that I teach, they are now confident with handling their money and they have peace of mind. And so it changes you. And yeah, as it changes it, you. It sounds like it's, it's, it's an empowerment because you have choices now. Mm -hmm. like when you're in debt or when you have stress about money, there, you don't have as many choices because mm -hmm. you're, you're so focused on, you know, surviving and maintaining and doing what you have to do to take care of your family, like you said. But if you're able to give the unique gift that only you have to give the world and you can start to impart what's going to be your legacy, there, there is such a joy also, I would think that would come. So you're empowered, mm -hmm. but you're also getting another level of joy. Mm -hmm. And it affects your relationships. Because when you're not stressed about money, <laughs> you have better communication with your spouse. And you're probably a nicer person, too. <laughs> you're a nicer person. And you can actually either, um, you know, say yes to the things your kids need or want. But it, that's, and I want to kind of paraphrase that because a lot of people feel like they have to say yes to their kids to be a good mom or to be a good dad. I think especially with moms. But if you say no to your kids, you're still a good mom. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. We're not. My mother said no to me a lot, and she is still a good mother. 
<laughs> yes. So if you're struggling with that and you're really tight on finances, even if you're not, it's okay to say no to your kids. We're not buying that. We're not going there. We're not, you're not, you could work for it. You could earn it, you know, but to say no is not a bad thing, but you're also able to interact with them. Cause if you're stressed and you're snapping at everyone and you're being mean to everyone, cause you're worried about money, that's going to change. And then what also happens is your friends and family are going to be like, who are you? You're handling money with confidence. You can do all the things that you want to do. Like, and that people are going to see that. Uh, and then you are able to impact your community with whatever gift that you have. Yeah, and you can feel proud, you know, about what you're contributing to the world, financially or not, because, you know, giving is not just financial. Um, when you have the time, let's say, let's mm -hmm. say you're debt free and you don't have to worry so much, you can create additional time to give of yourself. And you're yes. proud and you're empowered and confident. I love that. I love that. And then uh, a lot of people, I want to kind of swing around because um, you said something about you're in control with your money. And a lot of people don't want to budget because they feel like it's going to be restrictive or take all the fun out. And I just want to address that real quick because as you're setting up the budget, as you're in control, guess what? You get to decide what's important to you and your family. So if eating out is important to you, it's not for me because I like cooking at home and we're home buddies. But if it is, you can put money towards eating out. It's just you need to put a specific amount for the whole month and then stick within it. That's a good point because different people like different things, different people. I have a friend who she's single and she's like, I don't, I, I waste food. And it, she felt bad for being so wasteful. And I said, well, who said you have to go grocery shopping? You're single. You don't have to provide for anybody. She has no kids you can eat out if you want to. And so she budgeted for that. Um, so yeah, people can choose, you know, I guess what bucket or what categories to put their money into when you, when you're doing number one of what you said, which is being intentional and telling mm -hmm. your money where to go, but you can yeah. choose where to tell it to go. Absolutely. And so if, I mean, whatever is important to you and your family and it changes, you know, based on the season that we're in, sometimes it's really important to do, a lot of memory making things and other times it's important to just really put like put our heads down and just save a ton of money you know it, it just well, you don't have, like for example you you paid off your husband's education you no longer have to put money towards that because it's paid yeah so now you can we, put we, that somewhere else yeah in fact that brings up like my uh proudest moment if i can share that yes absolutely please so one of the proudest moments of my entire life, I'm sitting there in crowded sands, air horns are blowing, and I'm watching my husband in his cap and gown walk across that stage, completely debt-free. I was so proud of him, so proud of us, because we had done it. We had paid off our debt. Uh, we were able to save up and pay all that money in cash for his education. We didn't have a single student loan or any debt that we had to drag along with us for the next however long. And along the way, I had really been able to overcome that fear of money and be able to have peace of mind about it and handle it with confidence. And so if I can do it, anyone can. And I've been able to come up with systems that really 
give you shortcuts. You know, I learned the hard way. You don't have to. Just <laughs> learn from what I've learned and apply them. And it's so much easier to stick to. I just remember thinking, if I only have somebody to hold my hand and tell me what to do next, you know, it would have been a whole lot less stressful for me. And so if I can be that person for you, I would absolutely love it. But don't think that my numbers and that I'm super special. I'm not. But I just applied these simple steps and that these are things that anyone can do. And so whatever your money struggle is, you can change it. You can have a better future for your family and you can handle it with confidence. I love that. And I love the part about having someone walk the journey with you because you can use support. You can get a different perspective. I just, I love everything you said. I'm just like, yes, I love that. Um, being intentional, not being stressed because how you approach something and the spirit and the attitude that you, that you, when you're doing something, how you do it matters as much as what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. I love that. You have just, you've blessed me. You have given me practical things that I can do so that I can start to choose differently, be empowered. And I just love that. I love that. So if there's like a last thought, um, or something that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you, what would that be? I just want to encourage everyone because I, I do know what it feels like to be stressed out about money. I spent, I don't know how many years, but it doesn't have to be that way. And you all have the skills already that you, in life, and that you're successful at, that you can apply to money, and that you can be successful at money too. I don't care what mistakes you've made because we've all made them. Money management is a skill that any of, none of us were born with, but it's something that we can all learn and we can all improve on. And so I just want to challenge you guys. I want to leave you, lay down a challenge here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> challenge extended. <laughs> I want you to do two things. Think about where you're at right now. Like really think about it. Cause we bury our heads so much with money because we don't want to deal with it. But are you stressed? Are you in debt? Do you have no savings and that's driving you nuts? And you know, anytime you have a little bit of savings and something comes up and you have to wipe it out. Uh, are you fighting with your family? You know, what are you, where are you at right now? Do you want to stay there? The second thing, I want you to kind of dream a little bit. What would it look like if you had no debt? if you had money in the bank, if you were confident with handling money, how would your life look like? Would you travel? Would you buy that dream home? What would you do? So when you can pull that emotions into it, because it's not about the numbers. We all know that taking out a credit card with 19% interest is dumb. We all know this. (laughs) It's not about the numbers. It's about bringing the emotions into it and using that emotions to scare you have that bigger fear to not stay stuck where you're at now if you need help uh message me email me send me a dm on facebook or instagram i'm over at change your finances everywhere.com uh you know that's my facebook and instagram but reach out to me if you need somebody to help you 
with changing your finances because I know that you can do it. I know it's possible. Uh, I don't care what your situation, it is possible. And I'm excited to see the life transformation that happens, not only for your, your finance numbers, your bank account, but your whole life and your families and your communities and how, you, how it just ripples out from there. So you can do it. If you need help, I'm here to help you. Oh, I love that. And, and I'll put all of the links to all of her um, Instagram, Facebook, website, all of the things you can uh, just click away and get it so you don't have to think about it. Um, but I just, I love that encouragement. I'm so grateful you had the time to come on the, the podcast and share the wisdom and the skill. Because like you said, it's a skill. And how do you start building a skill? Knowledge. <laughs> Sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And when you get that knowledge, now it's up to us to apply it. And we can choose to, to apply it so that we can benefit our lives, benefit our families, and benefit other people. I love that you brought that into it. So, oh, this is a good one. I think I'm going to have to listen to this episode again. <laughs> <laughs> because it was so good. So I am so glad that you were, had the time and were uh, willing to come on and share. And I'm just so excited um, for me to implement uh, some of the tips and strategies that you said. Well, it's been a total honor and pleasure. And, you know, I am just like this in real life. <laughs> so if you, I mean, feel free to reach out to me. I, I just want to end with that. Feel free to reach out to me. I'm not some big shot that will, you know, I want to see you succeed as much as possible. Exactly. And, and having someone to walk the journey with you is listeners, you know, I always say is community and sharing the journey is, I mean, I'm here to share the journey with you and having someone who's been where you are and is now somewhere ahead of you to show you the path and the way is so so incredibly beneficial. So I, I definitely encourage you to reach out um, to Carissa and utilize the offer, take advantage of it because um, she's willing to share. So I'm just so grateful. This is a good one. I, I'm just so, so, I, I, feel, I feel encouraged and hopeful and you don't really usually associate those words with money, but I, I really, after hearing you and getting the tips and strategies, I feel that way. So listeners, as, you, as I always say, keep walking because if you keep walking, you will meet your destiny and on the journey, always, always choose gratitude. <laughs>